Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. It is Friday the 11th of February 2022. Gabby Bolt, Charles Hi. Firth and Dom Knight. Hey Dom. Hello. <laughs> and Charles is still in Melbourne, by the way. This episode is partly made in Melbourne slash NUM. Yes, that's true. And I, and I hear you've found there's an innovation in stem cell technology, Charles. Oh, this is the most incredible story ever. Okay. And I think you should, everyone just needs to quit work immediately. Oh, I was hearing I've, this. I've quit like a year yeah, ago. Yeah, I barely I am not getting paid. So scientists have managed to put some human brain cells in a petri dish. Oh, that's where they went. And then they've and then they've hooked it up to Pong, you know the game Pong. Yeah. Yeah. Where you Yeah, the brain with the line and going the up and down and the ball bounces. Yeah, yeah. They've taught the human brain cells in the Petri dish to play Pong, and it works. I can't believe that's where my brain stem cells went. <laughs> Are you serious? I've been wondering. The cells yeah. on their own can run yeah. Pong. Yes. That's so, fucked. <laughs> so the point is, and look, uh, there is, there's two sides to this story. The first one is, how is this possibly ethical? Because how do you know that those human brain cells that are being used for Pong don't have some level of human consciousness. Yeah, like sentience. Mm, you know, like they, there is sentience. Like if you if you watch the video of it playing Pong, mm-hmm. you can see it sort of hesitates and doesn't quite know where to put the ball and then goes up and... Because it feels embarrassed. It's like, oh, come on, I can do so much more than this. I've got philosophy. <laughs> I've got you know, advanced I, understanding I, of science. You're I making me I play might, fucking Pong? I might sue. This sounds exactly like my <laughs> brain stem cells, I'm telling you. <laughs> But imagine, imagine you know, dying, donating your body to medical science, mm. and then you know, wa- waking up and you're stuck in this. <laughs> you don't have game. eyes, you don't have ears, you have no thing, but you're just forced to play pong, possibly for eternity. And you can't <laughs> retract your consent, can you? There's no way, yeah. like unless because yeah. humans always find a way, right? Maybe yeah. there'll be a way of like spelling out in Morse nah. code in the pong, the pong pad. No, no, because who the fuck knows Morse code anymore? You, you'd <laughs> be did. going, oh fuck, why didn't I learn Morse code? I did I learn died? Morse code. <laughs> I learned Morse code because my dad was in Scouts and I found his Scout books and then I saw there was a whole chapter on Morse code and then he had a Morse okay, code well, zapper and now I know Morse code. Well, can you why interpret you, what the Why don't you tap out, help me, I'm stuck in a game of Pong. Go on. I mean, okay, <laughs> hold on. While Gabby's doing this, I'm just thinking more about this. It's, we should, probably shouldn't be that surprised by this news. I mean, Spotify's had one brain cell presenting its most popular podcast for years. Hey, very hey. nice. Take well, that, Joe Rogan, so, with your money. <laughs> help me would be... Uh, Dot, 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 dash, dot, dot, <laughs> dot, dash, dash, dot. I can't I believe know this why, wave I don't know why Morse code didn't catch on more. Like, <laughs> well, why do we go with the whole the little, alphabet you're, thing? You're supposed to have the little bipper, yeah, and they don't fucking exist anymore. And then, and then me is dash, dash, dot. So... I don't know Help what space me. is. Yeah, I right. forget how space works. Can I suggest that we get Gabby to host the world's first Morse code-based podcast? Fuck as a yeah, I'd happily do that. I don't know how anyone would want to listen to it, but I would love to just sit here and be like, dot, dot, dash, 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 dot. Should we, <laughs> dot, should we dot. get some um, <laughs> Should we get some brain cells and like play our podcast to them for market research? I mean, I think I'd want mine back from the Pong Petri dish. That's <laughs> but this is, this is the other thing, which is those – Few brain cells can actually play Pong better than I can. Yeah, it's upsetting. <laughs> you know, because like, the scientist said, oh, well, it doesn't play Pong as well as the AI computer that we trained. 
but it plays it, you know, well enough. It's as good as any human. But it's you're like, just going, is that how dumb I am? No, 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 <laughs> like no. no. You... It's, the, it's the child prodigy method. Like if you make a small uh, intelligent thing learn one thing and only one thing, eventually yes. they will get pretty good at it. Yeah, but also it's got to be a fair co- comparison, Charles. Like if you pour a whole bottle of wine into the Petri dish, <laughs> you'll probably get a fair test. <laughs> I reckon we're like one game of Pong away from the entire plot of the first iRobot movie. Um, so that's fun. Can't wait for them to put stem cells into robots. It'll we, be absolutely fucked. We really are sliding further into a dystopia. It's, it's, it's a wonderful thing to see. Yeah. On today's podcast, we've got some deep dives from John and Alex. And Alex has got this crazy story about an assassination by a president's best friend. Yes, and John has a story about money laundering. Boo, 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 boo. And your favourite thing, TikTok. Oh, yeah. But all of that coming up after Rebecca Dayunamuno in the Chaser Newsroom. 
I already work. do that. I thought that's what oh, you were right. paying me for because I don't do much work here. So <laughs> I assume. <laughs> what does a T-shirt going to say? Charles Firth, not as bad as you think. I think it just <laughs> says Charles Firth and everyone's left guessing. Actually, that's true. Yeah. He's probably at a point in his career just, where just we, just, we just need a basic font. awareness campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 48 <laughs> size, Charles Firth. Cross that's the chest. Uh-huh. All right. Let's make that happen. But look, you've got a you've got a story for us. It, it's a beautiful story from everyone's favourite country, Burkina Faso. This week, they've kind of sentenced um, an ex-president who was president for some 27 years wow. um, for killing the former president. Oh. <laughs> um, so uh, Blaise Compaoré, if I'm pronouncing that right, I'm not very good at French. He killed his best friend, Thomas Sankara, who was president before him. And um, it's like a tragic and beautiful story. And I wonder why there hasn't been a Hollywood movie made about it. It does but sound like something Don Cheadle would win an Oscar for. So these two guys, Blaze and Thomas, were um, two two buddies and both captains in the army of Upper Volta, which is the old French colonial name for Burkina Faso. And they had a jazz band, right? So really? Thomas Sankara was a guitarist. And Blaze sang. Um, so they sang and they performed all around the country and they were like vaguely popular. Did they write songs? Do you know? Or were yeah, they yeah. covers in a jazz band? They, they wrote songs. This is a, a bit of a spoiler. But, oh, um, sorry. I'll come back to the song they wrote. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, so what ends up happening is that um, they both conspire to overthrow the kind of um, French-backed military dictatorship in, in Upper Volta. And they, they win. They overtake the country. And um, Thomas Sankara is now the president. And, um, and, and he they achieved all this through the power of music. Of yeah, jazz, of yeah, jazz. yeah, yeah. Haven't you and seen Whiplash? You can do so much with a jazz tune. And their band was called Tuta Coup Jazz, which is all the songs, oh. but it had the word coup in it. And then <laughs> and then they cooed. Two two of them. Two, two of them. Two to coup. Two to coup. <laughs> but um and then and then with his jazz knowledge he wrote the national anthem, which is still currently the national anthem. Is it a banging national anthem? I was gonna say is it Bob? Unfortunately I looked it up and I thought it was gonna be cool and jazzy, it's just a national anthem. Oh, it sucks. Boring. I'm waiting for a national anthem that has like a bit of I want some free jazz. Caroon into yeah. it. You know? yeah. <laughs> Making a whole country <laughs> sing free jazz feels like a crime. <laughs> the whole country in the Olympics. And the national anthem for Burkina Faso. <laughs> oh, he missed what? his chance. It'll be distinctive. I mean, the thing is, it, it's because he was killed too early. He could oh. have had time to make a better national anthem. But um, I'm personally a very big fan of this man, Thomas Sankara. Mm. He's, he's one of the youngest presidents in history. Um, like, he was 33 and um, he just did crazy stuff. He was this big like anti-colonial dude. So he like nationalized everything. He vaccinated 2 million children. He got rid of slavery and like wow. fucked with the landlords. And he appointed um, heaps of women to like high government positions, which is like one of the nice. first for Africa in 1983. And I guess he made lots of enemies among like the local <laughs> landlord elite. The Mainly for bosses. the anthem. Mainly yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> just a horrible right. song. They all just yeah. hated the song, yeah. That's so the we, only we lo- reason. We loved your progressive uh, <laughs> policies and... But <laughs> song, not a hit. Campaign. I'm not, I'm not a singing hit. that. I'm yeah. not singing that. <laughs> I'm not fucking singing that. <laughs> Um, so it sounds like a pretty pretty great legacy. Like not the kind of person that you'd necessarily want to, I don't know, murder if he was your best friend. Well, the French got in his ear. Um, the French were keen on getting back into Africa and they were annoyed at what this guy was doing. Blaise kind of conspired with these French boys and, and killed him, killed his best friend and then but became what, president. Hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> that doesn't ring true. That, like if I was, if you know, a if foreign government band. came up to me and said, <laughs> oh, here, 
why don't you kill your best friend? <laughs> like, I, I feel well, like no, Charles. Actually, that's what makes the story crazy. You no. see, because it doesn't sound like something the average everyday person would no, but do. What if, what if, if they... I, no, no, but like I sort of feel like if I ended up agreeing to do that. <laughs> Then I'm not sure that that is my best friend. That's, I don't think that's my best friend. No, no, no. But, no, but imagine, imagine being asked in French though. If someone comes up and they're oh, like, "Je m'appelle, kill your friend." <laughs> my name is kill your friend. Excusez-moi, Monsieur, vous voulez tuer uh, le président? Voulez-vous coucher perfect. avec moi ce soir? Kill your friend. Yeah, they're, um, they're very um, persuasive. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, où est la post? And <laughs> Where la bibliothèque <laughs> of the dead president? Tournez la gauche. If the French weren't mad at us before, they're fucking mad at us now. There's no way. Excusez-moi pour le racisme contre les Français. Oh my god! Wow, I'd kill anyone for you. Yeah, that was hot. Can you kill Charles? Anyway, we'll get back to that. That's your best friend. Kill him yourself. Let's not completely minimise this terrible political murder. So how did it go down? Well, they they had a they had a meeting of like all the government ministers, and then they they just came there, and instead of meeting and chatting, they just came with guns and killed him. What in a meeting room? Yeah, yeah, like during like a normal. Whatever. Like, like we've had some pretty awkward chaser board meetings over the past, but I don't think anyone's happen. been armed. Like you don't know. No, as far as you know, yeah. So it's kind of like a Julius Caesar thing. They all yeah. came in and just like just basically killed, killed him. Did they all take like one one shot? I have no idea. I, I assume like they're musicians, so they, I assume they took a bit of artistic license and. What if they killed him with a guitar? Oh. That'd be a pretty pretty shit way to go, but it'd be pretty funny. Well, not well, funny, the, but like with the gunshots in like you know. <laughs> five four. <laughs> <laughs> what like West Side Story America starts playing? Like what do you what do you mean? Or like Edith Piaf sings as the. <laughs> well, no, but in French jazz, yeah, yeah oh, that right. makes sense. Free jazz, just guns everywhere. But um, yeah, Blaze came to power. He became the new prime minister. Undid everything <laughs> that his mate Thomas did. French loved him. Everything was back to normal. And, like, you couldn't talk about the murder until 2015 when he was overthrown in big protests. So those 27 years, it was just like he nothing, died. nothing happened. Nobody <laughs> mentioned the guy before him that yeah. you liked a lot. So, yeah. so like, now that – because it's going to court, right? Like, this week yeah, it's yeah. going to court. And they want to put him in jail for 30 years. 30? Yeah. That well, doesn't I mean, seem very long. He had yeah. 27 years <laughs> of being the usurped president and he gets, like, three more of jail. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty nuts. And I think he's probably old enough to not – you know. And will it be a sort of Jean Valjean style scene in the in the two seven six oh one? Can you hear the people sing? Actually, a weird actually, free jazz no, national anthem. Weirdly, weirdly, um, great musical. No, yeah, because oh, Hugh, nice. Hugh Jackman actually took some time off from the Broadway Music Man production to go to this trial. He's going to be singing um, as. He's the scribe, uh, the singing scribe, if you will. Music's very important to the two mm. of them. So, yeah. No, can't wait. Hugh Jackman, legislative king. Um, can, can, you, can you keep us informed about what happens? Cause yeah. Like <laughs> this is my dream. <laughs> this is the, the perfect podcast. I mean, it makes Australian politics seem relatively unbloodthirsty, which is, um you know, hard to do, really. Yeah, that's because nobody in Australian politics would ever be cool enough to be in a band. Yeah, none of them are friends either. They're all texting each other. and Yeah, the last we had was fucking but, Midnight Oil, do, Midnight oh, yeah. Oil dude, and that was it. Does anyone know who Scott Morrison's best friend is? <laughs> Isn't it Brother Stewie? Right? The QAnon guy. There's, there's oh. this French guy that I want to introduce them to. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. John Delmenico, welcome back. Hi. So I've come here today because Charles has asked me to try to make money for the company. Charles, again, I keep telling you, you need to hire an economic specialist. No, the problem, yeah, because the problem is they cost too much. Like people <sighs> who actually know how to make money cost a lot of money. So rather than solve the problem of the money in the company with somebody trained in solving money problems, you'd rather mm. leave it to a bunch of 20-somethings. Yeah, you could get one good, you could get one good person for the price of all these interns, Charles. Have you thought of that? <laughs> well, who needs, in, like, who needs a good person when we have the website Forbes? Like right. Forbes always has good ways to make money, so I decided to look there for inspiration. Mm. See, look, that shows initiative, John. Well done. Yeah, so I've looked at Forbes, but not so much the articles, but more the writers. Oh, nice. That's uh, some investigative journalism. Yeah, there's been two writers who have been arrested for laundering $4.8 billion of stolen cryptocurrency. Oh. What? And I what, what, what? $4.8 billion? Uh, $4.5 billion Australian. Um, yep, they stole that much of cryptocurrency and were laundering it around... Or six years. That's, I mean, that's impressive. That's a pretty <laughs> impressive effort. Yeah, so I thought that we could is. learn from them. And so how much have you laundered so far, John? <laughs> I mean, so far none, but hopefully with the lessons that's I've... Right. I think if any okay. police, if, if any police are listening, Charles, he's laundered none. I okay? think before that... we start laundering money, half of us need to start just doing laundry. I feel like we've got, <laughs> we've got so many steps to get through before we get to 4.5 billion Australian dollars. Well, but yeah, a, anyway. It's a good idea because right now, if I'm not mistaken, crypto has had a massive like um, crash. Yeah. And then all the crypto heads are like, oh, we don't conclude from this that it's a stupid form of money. Yeah. We say, buy the dip. So let's get in now. Now's the time to get a whole bunch of crypto. Yeah, you always want to start laundering mon- um, stuff that's running out of money. Yeah. So, so, so what, how did they do? Like, what's the scheme? There's two of them. There's Ilya Lichtenstein and Heather Morgan. Now, Heather has made like a lot of headlines for some of the her, her antics. And I thought we can learn from her because I think she's an amazing role model. Okay. So Heather mm. writes about celebrities, uh, girl bosses in industry. Oh. And amazing articles like... Experts share tips to protect your business from cyber criminals. <laughs> Experts hey, such as you know me what? Maybe she's criminal. just she's just a really good investigative journalist because you know what? It takes one to know one. Like you can't write about cyber criminals without becoming one yourself. Yeah, I feel like my first lesson from that is to not write an article about the crimes that you're doing. <laughs> like, don't call yourself an expert in whatever, like, in money law. Or it's great cover. Cryptocurrency. Or yeah, it's the perfect, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The perfect disguise. No, I just really researched. Now read my article. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know how that works. I'm exposing the industry. I'm doing good. I read one of her girl boss articles called "Got Burnout." This tech uh, millionaire thinks he should try rapping. Which sounds great until like like sing, like sing rapping like yeah like, like rapping rapping. rapping. Oh, um, okay. So the woman in the Obviously, the business, the CEO in question is herself. So she's running. A, she's written a glowing profile about herself and her history in business. Wow. Um, in the article, I, she talks about how she lifted herself up from her bootstraps and launched multiple companies um, when what? she decided to abandon her comedy career. 
<laughs> Why is this me in 15 years? <laughs> which, again, which again feels like it's perfect for us because we can just abandon comedy and start. We already have. We work here, John. Yeah. So she's laundered $4.5 billion, yeah. but she's still writing for, the Forbes. For, for Forbes magazine. Yeah. And her but and In her what universe in does it, I would quit immediately if I laundered $4.5? <laughs> yeah, but she's building a personal brand. She's well, gatekeeping, gaslighting, girl bossing, all right? Can, can I just Let ask, her do her thing. Can, can, what is the scheme? Like, well, I want to know how, how so, she makes that okay, much so money. Okay, sk- so the scheme was that some is that in 2016 people hacked a bunch of crypto wallets and like a, and a company and just stole a bunch of crypto and started like transitioning around wallets. And then that uh, police ended up figuring out that it was, it was this couple who work at Forbes. So it's just, it's not related to their job at Forbes. They mm. just happen to work at Forbes and also steal money. It's, just, I mean, it's a side hustle. You've got to have a yeah. side yeah. hustle. Yeah, gay, gaslight, girl boss. <laughs> and it sounds like it's a better side world. hustle. Well, if you're a billionaire, you don't have to have a side hustle anymore. But, but some they people, still do. Some people love the craft well, and not the result, Charles. Yeah, For she, instance, you don't know what I do on the side. I could be stealing from Woolworths every single day and I don't do it because I need to steal from Woolworths. I do it because it's fun. Like Elon Musk has about six side hustles and he ran them all into companies. <laughs> well, just like Elon Musk, I think a lot of it is um, ego based on the actual article itself. She claims in it that she has launched multiple million dollar companies and she has a perfect template to do it every time off the bootstraps with no with nothing behind them. She also accuses her former employees of being dishonest and, acu- and defaming her and fudging her companies to make her companies uh, look bad and look like some dodgy stuff happened. Right. Which, um, right. And she so claims that's the reason why the New York Times didn't run her book about how to launch a perfect million dollar company every time. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, the, the, the article, of course, misses a couple details, like the fact that uh, Mark Cuban from American Shark Tank invested $1.5 million into one of her companies. Wow. And also that all these companies were launched after she or like two years after she already had had the um, $4.5 billion of crypto, which so So my, so she was launching companies to launder the money. Well, the thing with crypto laundering is you don't need, like you just need wallets. You don't need crypto wallets. You don't need companies. Like it's the reason why. You seem to know a lot. You seem to know a lot about how to launder cryptocurrency. Well, yeah, Charles, take my job very seriously. (laughs) I want to make the taste of some money. He's doing some (laughs) investigative journalism. It takes one to know one. But my lesson from this is that if you have a $1.5 million investor plus billions of stolen money, you can successfully launch a a million dollar company. (laughs) Um, In the article, she she actually points all of her success to her rap persona, Razzle Khan. No. We haven't heard any rap yet, John. Wait, sorry, hold on. What's her name again? Razzle Khan. Razzle Khan. That's not even a good fucking rap name. Well, it's because she's like Kangas Khan, but with more pizza. What do you mean she's like Genghis Khan? (laughs) That's how she describes herself is Is Kangas Khan with more pizza. Is Um, she white? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. This is horrific. (laughs) uh, Another mistake that she did make was her business partner called himself Dutch on the crypto black market. But she called herself Razzle Khan, <laughs> which is sort which is of clearly traceable, right? Do you know what? We need Razzle Khan and Tutaku to write a song together. I mean, don't hate the player, Gabby. Hate the game. <laughs> Have we got up. some of this rap? Well, of course, we need to um, actually listen to the rap to understand what's going on. So I have a I'm small so clip. Spirit of a revolutionary, power of a dictator. Love to be contrary, but I'm fly like a gator. I've got pilot blood. I'm a real risk taker. Pirate riding the flood, badass money maker. Oh. 
grandmother crocodile, weirder than an X-file, free fire, silver, so sexy when I slither, sparkle on my little finger, hell of a razzle, ear to ear, poised to throw a singer, playing on their worst fear, razzle calm. I mean, don't give up your day job, particularly if your day job is worth billions of dollars. Yeah, okay, so, listen, so. you know what? No, you know what? You know what? I'm a feminist, all right? All women are deserving of rights. Not her, though. That <laughs> was... That is like when you tell a group of year eight kids to come up with their first rhyming pattern for poetry and they just, they just kind of make words fit together. Like, I don't know. Like, just no. Why? Why? Well, it's not even a good rap. Why do people who cannot rap think they can launch a rap I career. Mean, it's very Kendall Roy from Succession is what I'm thinking. Uh, well, but also, clearly the conclusion from this is, isn't it, and I'm sure the rest of us agree, that John should write a rap. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, listen, I listen to the whole song and that is the longest verse in the song that's four minutes um, long. John, can you please rap? Give us some road microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Give us some road microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Don't give up your crypto for a day, John. John. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.